Welcome back to Breakdown, SEC versus the Big Ten, where a father and a son sit around and talk sports. Father born and raised in SEC country? Well, not born in SEC country. Not yet. Well, the father born and when, raised? When did Arkansas become SEC country? Long story. <laughs> I want to stick with born and raised in SEC, SEC country, and the son born and raised in Big Ten country. WPS, go Big Blue. And that's Kentucky. Go Blue is... Go Blue, okay. We, we, we don't say Go Big Blue over here. All right, right Go Blue. On these parts. Sorry well, okay, that. today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, uh, baseball and football. Uh, JJ, what's your, what's your favorite? What you want to start off with? I feel like we've neglected baseball, so we should uh, start off with that. Okay, we'll give it a few minutes. Uh, baseball is kind of a foreign term to the Big Ten teams, isn't it? Yeah, they are not looking so so great. Although it was only a scant two years ago when Michigan made it to the the title game and almost won a College World Series. So you never know. But yeah, and Michigan is also in the top twenty five now. Uh, in the Big Ten, so there's there's still hope out there. Yeah. Uh, but when you talk about the about baseball and SEC, oh man, they have just upped their game, uh, their baseball game. They they are they have about six teams in the top twenty five, if not more. Uh, I'm I've been strictly impressed by them. I've seen four more games, SEC games this year than I have Big Ten games. Uh, and I am ready to talk. What do you want to talk about? Well, um, first and foremost, I guess we'll go with what is the SEC more dominant in baseball or football? Wow. I I would say baseball. I, I would say baseball, too, and it's not even close. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas has been number one for almost the whole season in baseball. And it's kind of weird because they do not have a dominating starting pitcher. Although, uh, who who did just win the SEC Pitcher of the Year award? Not a starting pitcher. Oh, okay. He's a reliever. A relieving pitcher. That's, it, you said start. I, I, sorry, that's I operative did. word. Operative so, word. So, yeah, that's, that's the one thing. You don't often see really good teams that do not have a really good starting pitcher. And Arkansas hasn't really had a good starting pitcher since a dominant starting pitcher since Isaiah Campbell was uh, yes. on the mound in, in Fayetteville. Yeah. Uh, but their reliever, Cobbs, he's a reliever extraordinary. Doesn't throw super fast. Uh, gets the job done. Uh, think he's either 9 0 or 10 0 with. I think 10 0. 10 0? Okay. I, think so. I knew it was in that neighborhood with about seven or eight saves. Uh, an ERA below zero. If Arkansas get the lead in the seventh inning and Cops is available to come in, there are, the odds of Arkansas winning goes up tremendously, tremendously. Like another former um, Razorback, you proved in the big league level, you don't have to throw hard if you can make your ball have a lot of movement. And um, apparently that's what Cops is ex excellent at. Okay. When you talk about the SEC, as I said, they're loaded. Uh, Vanderbilt. Talk about pitching. Yeah, Vanderbilt pitching. 
Talk about Vanderbilt pitching, JJ. I mean, they have two projected top 10 draft picks per MLB.com, Jake Leiter and Kumar Rocker. Um, MLB, MLB's mock draft has Jake Leiter just ahead of Rocker um, going fifth overall, uh, whereas Rocker is projected to go sixth. But for them to be that that high up and that close together, um, I'm kind of surprised they only finished you know, third, third place in the SEC. You know, that's because Tennessee really elevated their game. I was impressed with Tennessee. Uh, I was impressed with a lot of teams in the SEC. And I have a feeling when the, when the tournament starts, you're going to see multiple SEC teams in Omaha. But my, my favorite college player, a player that, to me that just shaken up college baseball as a freshman, and believe it or not, J.J., he is not an razor, a Razorback. That is the upset of the day. <laughs> no, sir. I'm talking about Enrique. I may be mispronouncing his first name, Bradfield. Oh, man. I watched, I watched him play numerous times. He don't hit singles. Because if he get on first base, that's like a double for him because he's, go- he's going to second. Yeah, it's Ricky Henderson's type of speed, huh? Oh, man. I think he was like, last I saw, he was like 47 out of 50. And it was a while back. 47 attempts. I mean, 50 attempts, 47 steals. First, second. Oh, man. I just, I just love his play. And he's a great fielder. The sad thing is, though, he won't be in the majors for a while because he has to come back because of baseball rules. But he's major that league. That is sad for the rest of the SEC. <laughs> he's major league ready right now. Oh. Betting average over 300. Fielding center field like crazy. But if you, if you haven't watched baseball in, in a while and you really want to get back into the game, watch Mr. Bradfield for Vanderbilt. I um, mean, you talked about Vanderbilt's pitchers a few, mo- few minutes ago. And you talk about Mr. Bradfield, speed to burn. It really makes you wonder why they uh, didn't do so hot this year. I mean, and that's relative. I mean, they had the second, they tied with the second best record with Tennessee in the East. But so it is, it's relative. I mean, they, they still finished. That's true. Decent, but they didn't come close to Arkansas, really. Uh, I tell you, though, once the, the, the SEC is having their... Uh, baseball tournament now. The Big Ten is not having one. They're just playing, continue to play in regular season. So the Big Ten, I don't think they have played outside their conference this year. So that makes it more difficult to get a feel of just how good they are. You know, two teams are going to get uh, sent to the to the tournament. Could it possibly be be more? I don't know. You know, Michigan and Indiana are going. Well, Nebraska has a four game lead over. Indiana or Michigan, I don't think they can be caught at this point. Okay, so then three teams. Yeah, those three teams should definitely make it. Um, I think Nebraska announced that they were the Big Ten champions recently. So I think, I, I'm pretty sure even though the season isn't over, they can no longer be caught. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, that's good for Nebraska. Good for the Big Ten. The more they get into the tournament, the better. Uh, all I want to say is uh, we'll come back and do a little bit more baseball. Uh and we'll talk in depth once the World College World Series start about the teams there. Hopefully, there are some Big Ten teams there, and some SEC teams. I, 
SEC, I, I, they can put a lot of teams there. South Carolina, who won it not that long ago, uh, is good. Uh, the Mississippi schools, um, Florida, Kentucky is even pretty decent. Uh, it yeah. just they're just loaded, and like I said, we'll talk about it more when we get to the uh, to the World Series. Is there anything else, JJ, on baseball that you want to uh, talk about? Uh, no, I think that SEC's dominant dominance recently is just um, a reflection of their athletic directors getting together and um, getting the SEC commissioner to really focus on the, the revenue sports that have rewatch uh, and replay capability on their networks. And that's football, obviously, um, basketball as well. And in, in the South, baseball is, a, is, is, revenue, is considered a revenue sport. So I think um, baseball is probably the easiest sport to infiltrate and just dominate because um, so few quadrants of the country like really, really, really concentrate on that not the way that they do in football and even basketball. Um, but I think, I think basketball is the, the next mountain tap for, for the SEC. You know, I can't wait till the basketball draft come because I'm not convinced that the Big Ten is going to outperform the SEC in that draft. But that, we will discuss that as it gets close to that draft. I believe it's July 29th. I can't remember the exact date, but we will discuss it then. And I... I, well, I might agree that more SEC players will get drafted higher. The way to really uh, win is to have the better career. And I would take more Big Ten players having a better career when it's all said and done, if not a higher draft position. Well, that definitely has been the case in the past. But could the pendulum be moving in a different direction now? Time will tell. Time will tell. Okay, done with baseball. And basketball really wasn't on our agenda for today. So next up, football. Football. Okay, SEC, Big Ten, football. Uh, give me your, we're going to talk about potential Heisman winners uh, for this upcoming season. Uh, before we talk about specific ones, I'm just going to give you a rundown of a historical nature and I went back to 1974, and I looked, I, I saw the Big Ten had two, four, six, seven, seven Heisman winners. And at the same time, the uh, SEC had 10. The Big Ten dominated the 90s with four winners, uh, the 1990s. And once we've gotten to 2010, uh, that decade, uh, the SEC had four, Cam Newton, Jenny Manziel, Derek Henry, and Joe Barrow. Uh, the Big Ten is famous for having one player win it twice in Archie Griffin. Uh, Ohio State also has won, has had seven players to win. They're tied with Notre Dame and Oklahoma for the most Heisman winner. Uh, USC is six, and Alabama, Michigan, Florida, Auburn, Nebraska with three. Yeah. But teams this year, the players this year, coming season, JJ, who you got? Well, the leading candidate for... <clears throat> Sorry. Well, 
I think the player on everyone's mind when it comes into the 2021 season for the Heisman candidacy is uh, Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. He would just be another in the long list of Oklahoma quarterbacks to win the Heisman recently, following in the footsteps of Baker Mayfield, um, Tyler Murray. Jevin Hurst came in second uh, to Joe Burrow, but, you know, that's another good showing. I think he's the, the favorite, but to keep it in an SEC and Big Ten atmosphere, um, I think you, I think you don't have to look anywhere anywhere further than Alabama, the reigning, <clears throat> the team with the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. They have a, a few contenders for for that uh, trophy. It could be another wide receiver. It could be John Michi following in his teammate, his teammate uh, Devontae Smith's footsteps. It could be the the quarterback Bryce Young stepping up and um, following in his teammate Matt Jones Mac Jones's footsteps, um, or it could be a running back. It could be Jaden Daniels. We we don't know, but Alabama is a good place to start. Um, where do you think? You know, I'm thinking that Alabama fatigue is going to set in eventually. Uh I don't know why I say that, but I just, I just say that. You know, to me, it was kind of amazing that Alabama did so well last year with two players on the same team getting so many votes. Uh, usually, when that happened, someone else will will sneak in and win it. Uh, but you know what? I like to. Who's the quarterback for uh, Mississippi? Uh, Matt Corral. Yeah. Uh, I think he has a shot. I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to pick someone not to win it, but I'm going to pick someone that might get invited to New York City. And given my bias, this is a guy who plays for the University of Arkansas. Okay. And who do you have going to New York? Their quarterback. I'm looking for an amazing performance and upset but if he doesn't get it the person he's throwing the ball to uh, uh let me think of the name gosh uh, i mean i'm drawing a blank are you talking about burks or knox birch trey burks yes i think he he is going to be an electric nfl player but he's still got to deal with the uh sec but no I really seriously, I, I do think there's going to be a surprise player uh, in New York that we that's not even on that's not on anybody's list right now. Last year's winner was wasn't on most people's list going into the season. That's true because his teammate was. In the in the winner before that, the year before that, Joe Burrow, I mean, he wasn't even a guaranteed starter going into the season. So, so how how important is it for your team to do well in order for you to win the Heisman? Incredibly important. The last time someone won the Heisman and they didn't play in a championship game, I believe, was RG3. And before that, it would have been Tebow his sophomore year when they lost to to Michigan, the year Michigan lost to Appalachian State. So that would have been 2007. So, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Who's the only player who played on a team with a losing record to win the Heisman Trophy? Newt Rockney, maybe? The Golden Boy. I know somebody from the Notre Dame, but I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. It, New Rodney was the coach. I can't. I can't. 
Paul Hornig. Paul Hornig. The golden boy. Okay. They, they had, they he, were, I think he went four and eight or something. I don't think they were playing that many games back then. Okay. Uh, but I know it was a losing record. I don't remember what it was, but... I, I definitely, nine. definitely knew that it was Notre Dame. I knew it was Golden Domer. I didn't. I don't remember who it was, but I knew for a fact that it was gonna be. It was a Golden Domer. I remember hearing that stat. So, given that scenario, there's a pretty good possibility that Arkansas can have a player win the Heisman, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, in South Bend, they just used to give out Heisman based on name, uh, and Arkansas has yet to have a Heisman winner, so I don't know if that Well, you, you mentioned the one that Tim Tebow won, and everyone in Arkansas will tell you that Tebow didn't deserve it that year. It should have gone to DMAC, Darren McFadden, uh, who came in second, I believe, twice. He did. He was he, the first person to come in second twice, I think. He, he should have won it, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, give me your surprise candidate for a uh, for a Heisman from the Big Ten, uh, I I know you like Indiana. That would be my surprise. You kind of spoiled the surprise, but obviously everyone was going to lead with Ohio State. I mean, they're the most recent team from the Big Ten to have won the Heisman Trophy with Troy Smith in two thousand six, and C.J. Stroud is stepping into the footsteps of <clears throat> Justin Fields and could easily be um, that next guy to, you know, take Ohio State, to break the tie with Notre Dame and Oklahoma for the most uh, Heisman Trophy winners of all time. But my favorite football player is Michael Penix Jr. from Indiana. Southpaw. The lefty who threw for 491 yards in the game that they should have beaten Ohio State in, but that's neither here nor there. They, they end up losing by seven, but... It was a, one of the best games I saw all year, and um, I think he has... If The problem was, I think the very next week, he tore his ACL. And he's had, an, in his, he's had a history of injury issues, and if he can overcome those, I think he'll be right in the thick of it. But that's the, the number one concern. I was going to say that. I know he missed like three games last year. And the thing with, with the Big Ten, the Big Ten did not play a full schedule uh, like the SEC did last year. So missing three games in the Big Ten would be like missing maybe five games uh, in a regular schedule. So hopefully he will stay healthy and, and we will see what they do. I'm looking forward to the point in time when we when we predict our, our team because I want to see how well you're going to predict Indiana to do uh, all together. Well, you know how I can be. I'm not the most uh, objective person that's ever existed, so I've already let it slip that I have a affinity for the quarterback of Indiana. That might uh, <laughs> that might inform my my prog- prognostication. You know, <clears throat> quarterbacks all seem to win the Heisman more than any other position. When I was a kid, it was running backs. Now it's quarterbacks. Uh, how would you rank some of the what what teams in the Big Ten would you say have potentially good quarterbacks? Well, I know Caesars Casino uh, in Vegas specifically. They think that Ohio State has the best quarterback based on their Heisman odds, and they have the second best quarterback in the Big Ten, being Sean Clifford from Penn State, which was kind of surprising to me. He still has to show me a lot more. I'm. I think if it wasn't for injury issues, Michael Penix would definitely be ahead of 
Sean Clifford. I mean, he's he's obviously a better player in my mind. Um, Penn State has the name recognition, and they might actually have the better team. But I, I, I think the quarterback, uh, I think what what happened on the field speaks for itself, and, and that's one that uh, Sean Clifford would not have won. Um, but he, but you know, Vegas likes him, and he he was solid if unspectacular. I mean, I, you know, he he comes back from from making mistakes very quickly. He has a, a cornerback's uh, memory, so huh. okay, you know, he has the tools. He has the tools there. So if he can just get consistent, Penn State's quarterback. Should be I good. believe in the preseason rankings. I think Iowa is rated pretty highly. I haven't I can't recall exactly where they were, but I know I I wonder how the Big Ten will be impacted by transfers. Transfers have picked up and the rule when is the rule day when's the last day for transfers being eligible for this year? Do you remember that day? I don't I know it's normally April. It'll normally be in April, but for this year they're making an exception and I believe it it goes into June, but it could be July. It's definitely the summer. I just don't remember if it's June or July. So there's still room a guy can say, "Hey, I don't think I like it here. I'm going to transfer." They can still do that and be eligible to play. TJ Finley from from LSU who started games for LSU transferred to Auburn today. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying that, and he's eligible to start if he want, if he won, wins the job, he will start week one. Okay, so there's still time for that to happen. That 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 shut down for both football and basketball on the same day. So when it's when when you if if after that point in time they go into the transfer transfer portal, they would have to sit out this coming season. So I doubt we will we will be seeing many more transfers after. The portal shuts down for this this coming year. Yeah, especially at a position like a quarterback, but yeah, someone that theoretically is in contention for the starting position, you know, in the upcoming season. Okay. Well, I want to I want to talk about JJ a couple of historic uh, trans, uh, Heisman winners. Okay. Uh, Archie Griffin. Two times winner at Ohio State, seventy four and seventy five. No, before you, before your time, but what do you think about that? I've never seen him play. I don't know. I know he's the only player to turn it twice. But I will say this: if he put up those same numbers wearing a uh, Minnesota or Wisconsin or an Indiana or Purdue, or you pick the school. Back in 74 and 75, they had those exact same numbers against the exact same teams. I don't even think he would have been invited to New York on, in uh, that second year well, in 75. But he did have the right jersey. It did say Ohio State, and Ohio State is the team that has, that's tied for the most Heisman Trophy winners. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. I, any type of slander uh, uh, on any Ohio State player, I am fully on board with, and I will support and co-sign. I am. I didn't see him play. What did What did you think of him when you saw him when he was in college? Oh, he was good. Okay. He wasn't no Herschel. No. But let me ask you this: another Big Ten Heisman winner, nineteen ninety seven. A guy by the name of Charles Woodson. No. How deserving was he? I would say very, very, very deserving. But I am a Michigan fan. Uh, I do know that's a controversial win, though. But 
Who 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 you think should have really won it that year? Charles Woodson. <laughs> I think he should have came in first. Well, I think there's a lot of people in uh, smoky country or Tennessee, way we call Tennessee, that would disagree with you. They would say this guy, a uh, quarterback, pretty good guy. I think it was pretty good. Name Peyton somebody. Peyton Manning. They were saying he should have won. Hmm. And you know what? I would have to agree with him. Was Woodson the first defensive back to win it? He's the only defensive player to win it. You know what? If a defensive player should have won it, it should have been prime time. I remember he came to uh, Michigan State for a game uh, when Florida State played. Uh, Andre Risen was playing with Michigan State. He shut Andre down. As a matter of fact, he shut everybody down. And in my mind, He's a shutdown corner that should have won the uh, the Heisman, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, there's a couple. Let's talk about some on the uh, SEC side. Well, first of all, tell me, I'm going to give you a list of the Big Ten Heisman winners. Archie Manning, Desmond Howard, Eddie George, Charles Woodson, Ron Dane, Troy Smith. Who was the best, which one of those players do you think was the best? The best I saw was would be Troy Smith, um, okay. for sure. But I, I didn't start watching football that intently until the mid two thousand. So that that's who I would pick. Who would you Who would you pick? <sighs> you know, probably Desmond. As much as I hate to say it, yeah, I'm, I I saw his highlights, but I I, I unfortunately was unable to see him play. You'll notice that Troy Smith is the only Big Ten quarterback to win it. Mm-hmm. The others are running backs, receivers, what, Ron Dane running back, Eddie George running back. Everyone is going to be a running back except for the Michigan winners. Okay, let's, let's name some SEC Heisman winners. 82, Herschel Walker. 85, Bo Jackson. 96, Danny Warford. Uh, 2007, Tim Tebow. 2009, Mark Ingram Jr. 2010, Cam Newton. 2012, Johnny Manziel. 2015, Derrick Henry. 2018, Joe Barrow. 20, I said 2000, yeah, 2020. 2020, Devontae Smith. Uh, any of those players stand out to you? Well, obviously, Bo Jackson stands out. Okay. I mean, I think he's he's a video game character for the most part. Like, I... I didn't get to see him play either, but even watching his highlights, you just know that there was something special there every time you watch. The best player I saw play was Cam Newton. Um, yeah. It was definitely it, unquestioned. He led the SEC in in rushing that year. Um, and Arkansas running back, uh, Arkansas Razorback running back uh, was second. What was his name? The year that Cam Newton led... Well, anyway, my point was the year that Cam Newton led the SEC in rushing, he also threw 50 touchdown passes, or 49 touchdown passes, the, the year he led the, in rushing. Oh, yeah. In my mind... It, it was, was um, the guy that went to the Chiefs. Who was the running back that went to the Chiefs for, from the... He came in second in the Heisman? No, in, in rushing. He, was, he, led, oh. he led running backs in rushing. Oh, okay. I, okay. What I, was his name? I, I it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I, I'm going to agree with you with... Uh, Bo Jackson and Cam. Herschel was another one. Uh, he could have won it multiple years. 
if they gave Archie, if they if Archie Griffith won it multiple years, Herschel could have won it multiple years. But Bo Jackson, he broke my heart. He he used to beat Arkansas, and Arkansas was kind of decent, not really good. But I saw him just. How often did they play? Uh, they played in a bowl game. Oh, okay. And it was a bowl game, and he had like about a forty-yard touchdown run, where guys just bounced off of him. Well, I've always felt a little bad for Bo Jackson just because his NFL career ended against my favorite NFL team, the Cincinnati Bengals, and I've always felt a little bit, a modicum of responsibility for that hip injury, <laughs> although I might not have been alive then. I definitely wasn't cognizant and conscious yet, but I might not have even been born. Who knows? Yeah. I can't wait for the season to begin once again. Um, what more you got, my brother? My son. <laughs> I got nothing else. Um, I'm just looking forward to the this College World Series. Hopefully Arkansas makes a fine, fine showing. Even better than, I think, three or four years ago when they should have won the whole thing. I hear you. I hope, I hope it's a good one. I, I, I hopefully uh, the Big Ten will have someone there in, in the College World Series. I'd be shocked if the SEC didn't have anyone. And and when it comes, if you if you if you're a baseball fan or if you haven't watched baseball in a long time, and you get an opportunity to watch Vanderbilt, make sure you watch Vanderbilt. You will be amazed. As JJ mentioned earlier, they got two pitchers uh picked to go in the first six picks in yeah. the draft this year, uh, throwing smoke at you, and then they got speed to burn in uh Redfield. So take a gander for all you guys who haven't checked it out in a while. Uh, with that, JJ, I'm out of here. What you, you got anything you want to say before you before we get out of here? We'll pick Suey and go blue. All right. Be good. Have a good one.